This is the Saturday Morning Serial Podcast with your host, Amanda Ann. Hello, and what is up, everyone? Happy Valentine's Day weekend. Make sure you give your loved ones a call. It's a holiday about love after all, so you don't even have to have a significant other. I always say, you know, hug your mom, hug your dad, hug your sister, hug anybody that's in your life that you love. And ultimately, that's what the holiday should be. So speaking of love, today's topic is going to be about fandom, which is a subject that came to my mind after watching the Framing Britney Spears documentary that is currently on Hulu. And it's just such an eye-opener, and it really got me thinking about fandom as a whole. And so anyway, this documentary is, it's by the New York Times. It's, like I said, it's on Hulu. And if there's any 90 folks like me out there who grew up listening to Baby One More Time, I mean, I play that song on repeat as well as crazy. I even know all the dance moves to that music video, amongst the others. (laughs) Chances are you know of this pop star, and more namely... Her troubles over the years. Her fan base is outstanding and is so supportive of her, and I'm just in awe of that. This documentary, like I said, it really got me thinking about fandom as a whole, and that's what inspired this week's episode. I just want to note this is not a podcast about Britney Spears. It's just this documentary really got me thinking about fandom, the subject of fandom, and what it means to be part of a fandom, and how it can help an artist like Britney. So if you are like me, you probably have favorite characters, favorite actors, favorite singers, and you may even be part of a group of people who share the same feelings as you. This is a fandom in a nutshell. It can be movies, music, theater, sport teams, products, etc. I met two of my dearest friends from when I was heavily into the musical Wicked, and we used to go up on the forums, and we used to go to the shows all the time, and support the actors, and just gush about the musical. Also, currently, um, I'm really not into the Toy Story fandom per se. I used to be, uh, but right now I'm a lurker. But I do have a couple good friends from that fandom. And I know one I, you know, and you know who you are. (laughs) I've been to the parks with a few times. From personal experience here, you can be a casual fan of anything, but fandom itself is real and deep. I have been in and out of the Toy Story fandom, like I have said, and I was heavily into the Wicked musical fandom. As a child, I can say that I could be part of the fandom of Pokemon, but like I said, I was eight years, like seven, eight, nine years old, so computers weren't even really a big thing back in my day, the internet especially. I would have loved to um, had access to what's available now in the world, but so... I'm just not going to cover that. I'm just, I'll just start with me being a part of the Wicked fandom. That's pretty much where my experience with fandom started. And it was a big part of my life all through high school. You can also be a casual fan of other things, too. I know I really, I'm really into um, The Legend of Korra, Avatar The Last Airbender, that whole series. I really love Kylo Ren from Star Wars, like I mentioned, Pokemon, and I do love all the Marvel films. But I tend not to get involved with those fandoms because if you are an introvert like myself, you don't want to be overloaded with everything, all the opinions that come with the fandoms, etc. It's where you notice the pros and the cons of a fan base for something. 
And for those cons, there's drama, there's gatekeeping, and there's a sense of ownership to one's favorite character that make others feel like they're competing for that same love. And fandoms also clash with each other when it comes to the best characters or how a story should have gone. I currently see it in the Toy Story fandom as of late with Jesse and Bo Peep. For example, from Toy Story 4, there's just an ongoing battle between which female is better when in reality they are both strong female characters and there shouldn't be a competition. There shouldn't be any of that in a fandom. The creators obviously made these characters for a reason. And to appreciate the work somebody put out is a compliment to whether it's a production company, an artist, etc. And that's one thing you should keep in mind. Entering a fandom is a risk because there are those who are deeply passionate about a concept relating to the fandom that can't put a face to the other side of the screen and therefore think it's okay to hurt others. And we see that a lot. That's where online bullying can come into play in fandoms. It's you don't know the person that's on the other side. So it's easier to pick on somebody and put others down when you don't know a face. And that's not good either. And to me, sometimes I wish I majored in like psychology or something because I'm really interested in how the brain works. And in this particular situation, it's really interesting how a mind works when it comes to interest, how something can just stick with you to the point it almost consumes your life. That can be good or bad as well. From experience, it's so nice to have something on your mind to think about during trying times or a rough day and to go home and immerse yourself into the world of your fandom after work or school. And it's just a big major serotonin boost. However, it can get in the way of personal progress, social life with family and close friends. And if you can't seem to keep a balance, then it can be troublesome. But then again, it is fun to collect the items from the franchise, share your love with others who are into the same thing, and overall just appreciate and support one another because God knows we all need it. And making good friends from fandoms is also very rewarding. And you can hang out at these comic cons and comic cons are also great for those to come together and feel like they have a place of belonging. Overall, I think fandoms are great, and keeping a balanced life between what you love and maintaining a healthy lifestyle in work, school, personal growth, and social interactions to the real world, it will make you an overall happy and fulfilled person. You can even help support studios or your favorite actor or singer in the beloved role that you love so much to become a bigger and better, well-rounded actor, singer, etc., And they will appreciate it in the end. They'll always remember the fans that stuck by them. So switching gears from favorite characters and such, you find yourself looking up the actor or actress of your favorites and you either identify with them or you don't on a personal level. There are ones like Tom Hanks, Adam Driver, Joan Cusack, etc. And I love and support and appreciate their films. And I love their acting and overall support what they do. But I'm talking about the ones that someone would stand behind fully. I have been an Adina Menzel fan for a very long time and just recently a big fan of Tom Hiddleston. And it's because I can relate to them and see a bit of myself in them from interviews and videos online. However, I don't know their life and there's no reason to make assumptions on anything, whether it's dating rumors, movie role rumors, etc. And if they haven't been confirmed by the actor themselves, then you can't factualize that information. At the end of the day, you need to realize they are just people with the same feelings as you. And they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like everyone else does. So 
One thing is for sure, though, is that they appreciate respectful fans that contribute to their charities and their work, even outside major roles. Like, for instance, Loki with Tom Hiddleston. I've seen a lot of his films, and I really appreciate the work he put in The Night Manager and Crimson Peak. And I'm trying to find access to Coralanus because he's a big theater nerd, which I appreciate because I love theater as well. And same with Adina Menzel, who's known for her role as Elsa in Frozen and Elphaba in Wicked. I've seen her in Rent. I've even seen like little projects she does. I know she makes like a cameo in Enchanted. I own the very first CD she came out with. So I've been, I. it's called Stan. Stan is when you, you know, you just, you're with an actor, you're with a character, you're with somebody, you're a big fan, that's it. So that's how I'm like with Adina Menzel, is I just, I appreciate everything she does. I'm there, I'm at like every concert she ever has come to in Chicago. So there we go. (laughs) And thank God for social media, because it's a way for actors and singers to keep in touch with fans. And for someone like Britney Spears, this is very beneficial to her. I truly admire Britney's fans for sticking up for her in this documentary. We all know at least one of her songs, and I personally, I'm a big fan of Brit. (laughs) I grew up with her music. And like I said, I remember when Baby One More Time, Oops, I Did It Again, those albums came out. I was probably like nine or 10. And my girlfriends and I, we would um, learn, (laughs) we would learn all the dances to the videos and just blast the music everywhere. (laughs) And I think they made like Ty Beanie Babies of Britney too that I had. I don't remember, but. (laughs) So overall, Britney was just a big deal come the early 2000s. Fast forward to when Slave for You came out. And I remember my parents thinking that maybe she's a bit racy for my eyes, but nonetheless, they let me listen to her still. Overall, though, I always thought she was a creative performer, and I truly admire her dance skills as I was a dancer as a child. That right there is what makes her stand out as the queen of pop to me, the way she can incorporate dance and song into one big medium. But with fame comes lack of privacy, and the media tore her up with every move she made. Yes, we all know her for her music, but we also know her as the star that fell, like shaving her head, driving with her kid in the driver's seat in her lap, and going just completely mad. As an adult, I can see why she did that. This documentary makes you stop and think about what this individual person is going through, not as a pop artist, but as a human being. There are times it gets so cringy with the paparazzi following her to very personal questions that she is physically uncomfortable answering. You can see her fidgeting in her seat, but is being forced to answer them regardless. They have torn this woman down so many levels, and you can't help but think, is anyone on her side in her family or her close friend circle? But she's got her fans. Before this documentary came out, she released a new single called Swimming in the Stars, and I looked her up on Instagram to see what she was up to. Great song, by the way. I highly recommend it. The videos and pictures she has posted send off a very creepy vibe to me, and you can see in the comments people are very concerned and that these posts are encrypted cries for help that she could be trapped somewhere. This is when my research began on this whole ordeal, and the fact that she has a conservation ship where all her assets and such are controlled by her father, who is as shifty as heck. Now, this isn't a Britney history episode, like I said, so I'm skipping a lot of details regarding her life, and this is strictly on how the fans are helping this situation. So I noticed fans in her old music videos on YouTube commenting on hashtag free Britney, which got me curious. 
It is a whole movement that her dedicated fans are taking upon themselves to give her a voice when it seems like she can't say anything. Social media is a very powerful tool, and when your favorite star posts, it's like a message to you, the fan, and you retain that information and create a narrative about them. These true fans have a feeling something is terribly wrong and created this movement. And Britney's dad has openly put down these fans for sticking up for his daughter. But Britney herself has been said to have expressed nothing but gratitude towards her fan base, and I truly believe they are helping her through this, and that this whole ordeal is being affected by this movement in a positive manner. She's a human being that hurts. She cries. She gets anxiety. And the fans recognize this, that maybe someone like her dad doesn't. It's basically the fans sticking up for her in the end and showing the world that Britney is stronger than anyone would think otherwise. And to think that the free Britney movement is benefiting Britney's legal battle in this is great. And I truly hope her fans keep fighting for her. The only ones who know her personally know what is happening. So we can't be sure exactly what is going on. But there is enough evidence to signify this isn't good and nothing good is coming out of this for Britney. As humans, you just pick up a bad feeling. And overall, that is what the fans are doing while researching and finding facts versus fiction. Even fellow celebrities are showing their support like Katy Perry. Overall, us as humans need to support one another with everything and anything and try to limit feelings of hatred, jealousy, or competition within each other. And it's so refreshing to see these fans come together to support their cause and help a person going through this difficult time. I'm sure the Britney fandom has its days like any other fandom would out there, but I applaud their efforts and support of the pop star, and I feel like they support each other. And you get the vibe that there's just a lot of friendships that Britney has helped be made. And that's great. I love that. I would recommend watching this documentary to learn more of Britney and the challenges she has faced over the years. To me, it's tragic. And I hope one day she can find peace and enjoy life and truly recognize the achievements she has made with her career. Fandom can be such a powerful tool in situations like this and is incredible. I know I would come out of the woodwork and fight for my favorites alongside other fans if it were them. At the end of the day, they'll appreciate it. And what we need to do is show each other love. And God knows, like I said, we need that right now. If you want to learn more about the hashtag Free Britney movement, I actually watched a really good documentary on YouTube. Um, granted, it's in like a couple parts, but it's by uh, it's by YouTube user Deep Dive. And it's a good insight on her life and the events that led up to this. And it made me aware of this issue. So the court updates are actually currently in headlines as of today. I still have yet to really dig deep into reading them, but it sounds like her dad is on the prowl again. So I guess we'll see going forward. So in conclusion here, I really would like to know what you are a fan of, if you're part of any fandoms. And, you know, I think there is C2E2 coming up in December here in Chicago. So I know I'm making plans on going because I'm anxious to get back into the Comic-Con cosplay realm of things. (laughs) So maybe I'll see some of you guys there. (laughs) And I'm hoping there's some good people coming. I hope. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. We'll see, I guess, with COVID and if the vaccines are going well and whatnot. So, yeah. And it's, it's just like I said, fandom is just, it's so cool. And, but yet, like I said, there, there are some downfalls on it, but 
it can be very rewarding in the end. And if you're a fan of something, just appreciate it. You know, you can tell the world about it. If, you, if you're into something, show it. Show you, you love whatever. And that's just what you have to do in this world is just be happy. And if you love something, go for it. If you want to do something, go for it. I mean, there's nothing should stop you. I know I faced a lot of criticism, I guess you can say, growing up. And I still do sometimes being a fan of something. People just don't understand why. And to be honest, going back to like brain activity and whatever, I know I'm going deep into this, but it's so interesting how you watch something, you intake something and it sticks with you. And it's just what you see in a character or an actor is just a projection of yourself. And I think that's great. Yeah, I, I think I'm just rambling at this point. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this and maybe it made you think about fandom too. So I will talk to you guys next week. I believe we are going to have a discussion on Avatar The Last Airbender. So you definitely don't want to miss it, especially if you're a big Avatar fan. I know there's many of you guys out there. <laughs> so I hope you guys have a good week. And once again, happy Valentine's Day. All right. Bye.